welcome to this presentation from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are located in the greater Los Angeles area at 9820 Lakewood Boulevard in Downey, California. We would love to have you worship with us any Saturday you are in our area. Hello, friends. It's great to see you all again. Let's begin with the word of prayer. Father, today, as we continue our series of We've Made It, Lord, we're going to look at the life and the story, the journey of the shepherds. So be with us now. Help us, Lord, to uh, internalize what you have us learn today and be able to practice it. In Jesus' name, amen. Someone was once wrote, life is a journey. Travel it well. In our journey and walk with Christ, sometimes there can be highs and sometimes there can be lows, but it certainly it is great benefit to know that Jesus is with us. And today we're going to talk more about the Gospel of Luke, Luke's account of the story of Jesus' birth, and more importantly as well, the shepherds' uh, account and how they went and became unlikely heroes. Now last week, Bill shared the story of the Magi, and prior to that we studied Joseph's journey. So again, this week we're going to look at Luke's account and discover that God uses some very unlikely heroes to accomplish God's task. Now, shepherds. We've previously studied uh, shepherds a handful of times, and they have a strong history in Scripture. Abel, Abraham, Jacob, his 12 sons, they all had flocks as well. Moses, before he led uh, Israel out of Egypt, was a shepherd. The prophet Amos and King David, before he became king, was a shepherd. Now in Luke 2, verses 8 through 9, it writes, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. One of the key takeaways from this is here that the shepherds worked together and they looked out for one another. It's great to be able to have a team to work together because you can look out, you know, maybe one sheep's taking off and you got to go after it. The others can watch the flock or perhaps as well. Sometimes you may be tired. Maybe that uh, other shepherd could help make dinner. It was it was a uh, shepherding, especially a large group of sheep requires teamwork. So like the shepherds, it's important that we look out for one another and work together. Now Clark Turner as well, uh, one of the things uh, he, he writes is uh, uh, a story or his, his take on the Lord of the Rings. And he writes, one of the things I most enjoy about the movies made from Tolkien's Lord of the Rings is the camaraderie among the various groups of friends and traveling partners as the character Frodo made his way to the mountain where he was to destroy the powerful and evil ring that was a threat to all mankind and which he had vowed to drop into the fires of the mountain Mordor. The journey had been long and arduous and both Frodo and his dear friend Sam were at their physical and emotional limit as they climbed the mountain toward the cave entrance that would lead to the place Frodo must drop the ring. Frodo couldn't go another step. He couldn't even stand. 
And all of Sam's encouraging words were no longer effective because Frodo just didn't have any more to give. Have you ever felt like that, where you just have nothing left to give? Since he was the only one who could carry the ring because of its mysterious power to tempt and overwhelm, there was only one thing to do. Sam said, I may not be able to carry the ring, Mr. Frodo, but I can carry you. And he put the exhausted Frodo over his shoulder and he carried him the rest of the way to their goal. Christians, fellow believers, I think that's how the family of Christ should be to one another. We can't literally bear one another's burdens, but we can bear one another. We can lift each other up and make sure that no one gets left behind, so to speak, feeling like they're alone and deserted. Now, another big takeaway from this here is that the announcement of the Messiah's arrival came to humble shepherds and not Israel's leaders. Imagine for hundreds of years, Israel had been waiting for the Messiah. Of course, the Messiah came in a way they probably did not expect at all. And as we've discussed in the past, even be called a shepherd, it doesn't uh, rouse inspiration. In fact, shepherds were sometimes considered a nuisance to landowners. They would shepherd their flocks on land that didn't belong to them and eat the grass that was already reserved for landover, landowners. Some tended to live a nomadic lifestyle. They weren't to be trusted, and frankly, they were looked down upon. Additionally, Desire of Ages actually indicates that where these shepherds were, that these were the very fields that David shepherded his sheep. Now, out of nowhere, an angel appears to them. And the angel states that they have brought the euangelizomai, the, the good news, and as we continue reading in Luke 2 and verse 10, it says, But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all of the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly a company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace to those whom his favor rests. Can you imagine this scene? In fact, maybe even just close your eyes and imagine it. It's night and all of a sudden an angel appears to them and indicate that the Savior has come into this world. And to all of them suddenly a magnificent bright light of angels suddenly singing and praising God. That'll certainly wake you up. I wish I could have been able to be there to see this magnificent display of, of the glory of God. Now here the first journey begins for the shepherds to see the Messiah that was born in Bethlehem. So continuing in verse 15, it says, When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. And when they'd seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child. And all, and all who heard them were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all of these things and wondered about them in her heart. 
And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. And the angel wasn't lying. It really was the Messiah. So the second journey begins. They go and they tell others. The shepherds were to fir- were the first to proclaim Jesus' birth. If we read further into the scripture, you'll find that the establishment, the religious Jewish establishment, had a hard time believing that Jesus was the Messiah. Now, as shepherds, they probably weren't even educated men. They were probably, they just had the minimal education. They didn't have a bachelor's or a master's degree. Yet God had called them to be the spokesperson of the gospel, the first spokespersons to share the good news, the young Galizomai, that Jesus, the Messiah, had come into the world. This gives me comfort and actually gives me confidence because all the shepherds had to do was relate their experience. Any one of us can relate to them. More than likely, you've had an experience with God of how God has led you and perhaps God has led you to this sermon, to this, to this, um, uh, <laughs> this experience here. And others of you, I have literally seen God work in your life and is still doing so. Some of you have overcome incredible physical hardships. Others, financial difficulties and other challenges that we could go on and long, a, a long list. But at the heart of this fact, that like the shepherds, we all have a story to tell of how God came into our lives and changed our lives. The shepherds' lives were changed. They were going to never be the same again. And like the shepherds, we can share our story of how God came into our lives and made a difference. That's all God wants us to do. It's how the gospel spread like wildfire because it was all word of mouth at that point. There was no Facebook. There was no Twitter. There was no Instagram. But the message still became viral and it spread like wildfire. And many were actually willing to give their life up for it. Anyone can share the good news. Even you. And there were many ways to share the Gospels. So a couple of things to remember. May we live with humility like the shepherds. And may we support one another. And a big, big reminder is that God can use anyone to share the good news, the euangelizomai, the good news. What's next? Perhaps some of you who are watching have never had the opportunity to hear about this Jesus, this Messiah. And if you're interested in, in learning more, let us know. Contact us. You can email us at downychurch at gmail.com. We have leaders, I myself as well, who are willing to walk with you and to study and discover who this Jesus is, our Savior, and have the positive impact that God can have in your life. And perhaps there also might be someone who is watching and wants to actually accept Jesus in their life, or maybe some of you who are watching who have walked away from the faith but want to come back. I want to give you an opportunity to pray, to invite Jesus into your heart, and for those to recommit their lives to Christ. So let's go ahead and pray. Dear Jesus, 
Lord, I ask you to come into my heart. I desire to live as you would want me to live. And to be my Savior, Lord. For those who have walked away from the faith as well, this is also an opportunity to say, Lord, I want to recommit my life to you, to walk in your steps, and to serve you. In Jesus' name, amen. Grace and peace to you all, everyone. May God's hand be upon you. May you be blessed. May you have a wonderful Christmas. Take care. We hope you have been blessed by this message from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can find more messages at www.downeychurch.org. God bless.